Blog Talk Radio. Um, on our 
in Silicon Valley in particular, the taxes are so high. Space, even though every third building you pass is empty, it's still so expensive. If you have the guts to start a small or medium-sized business or you are, you know, kind of chugging along, it's hard for you. And we think about the big names, the Facebooks, the Cisco's, and, and you know, the list goes on and on. But there's a lot of gutsy people out there that own their own business, and they're struggling. And it's not getting any easier in terms of the, re- the requirements that they need to do business. It's just becoming more and more expensive. So we got to thinking, uh, there's, there should be something we can do here. Uh, it's a hobby for us. We like to provide solutions. We don't like how difficult it's become, but we also understand its necessity. And we also understand that most of these SMBs cannot figure out these solutions on their own. Uh, And if they can, they can't afford them. Business is just not that good right now, no matter what vertical you're in. So uh, we decided to kind of uh, dig into our own pockets and create a MSP division, and we went out and we tested various solutions and just strictly with the desire to, to kind of, to I don't know, it sounds cheesy, but to give back, to try and help. If you have the guts to have a business, we don't want you taking your idea and going to Austin and going to Boise or whatever it is. We want Silicon Valley to stay, uh, you know, what it is, a, a, a flourishing place to do business, not just technology, any type of business. And uh, we don't want to lose that buzz, that excitement. And certainly when you're driving down Central Expressway, you know, in the Mountain View area, it's not that exciting right now. So uh, we we searched out, seeked out a variety of, of MSP solutions, and we played, you know, for a few months. And we thought we got, you know, the best in breed, ordered, you know, two of everything, so to speak, and we tested it. And we ended up... Uh, coming up with a business model that was not designed to make money, but not designed to lose money either. If we could just break even and help people, that would be okay. And we've got the enterprise side of the house that that we can rely on for revenue. Now, obviously, that's not normal. Most people don't have that. But I can tell you that what we have learned is our business model would work even if we didn't have the resources that um, a huge reseller like Data IT, that side of the house, the you know the, the special relationship that we have with Ingram Micro and and things that allow us to offer those same benefits to the smaller businesses, we would still be able to get this done. Because here's what ended up happening: we required some case studies. Once we were able to go live and we had our tools in place, and of course they changed. You, you get one and you you play with it and you figure out you know this isn't exactly what I had in mind. Once you perfect things and you get the right deals in place partnership-wise, uh, and you want to run beta on, you know, uh, um, call it friends and family, you know, people that you know that you want to offer a service to for your case study purposes, whatever it might be, we offered them carte blanche, everything for free. We're talking hardware. We're talking monitoring, uh, you know, uh, you know, human interaction, uh, you know, a, a, a person to call when they needed something. Now we have 12 of those. That's a big investment, and it was a little bit nerve-wracking because we had deep, we had dug deep into our pockets at this point. However, I can tell you that 
of those case studies, these people that we sought out and offered complete free service to, we actually made money on because they ended up, we, we gained their credibility, we fixed their issues. You walk into these places and, you know, it could be an auto shop, it could be a podiatrist's office, you know, they don't know about compliance issues. And we realized very quickly that is the angle in this business. That is the, our number one angle is, is helping people understand what it is to be compliant, uh, uh, you know, with whatever their particular vertical is, POS, HIPAA, whatever it might be. You know, I have a client that's an acupuncturist, and they had no idea. I mean, you know, they do business on an iPad, and on that iPad it's Facebook, and they're on free Wi-Fi at Starbucks. And uh, meanwhile, you know, you have personal information in that iPad. They don't know. But I'll tell you when they will know is when they get the notice that they're being audited. And and we know for a fact in our industry that that's going to start happening after the next election cycle. You know, our government is not doing very well, and they're looking for sources of revenue. And we know that they're going to target health care and they're going to uh, target financial services. And geographically, starting from the to, to the highest, if you think about the United States, you know, the different cities on a socioeconomic ladder, whatever that top rung is down is where they're going to start. And geographically, just do these mass you know, audits. And, you know, that doesn't affect Americans uh, as much in the heart. If, if, if you owe, you know, uh, the, you know, so-and-so in the healthcare industry was uh, fined and consequently going out of business so-and-so in the financial industry, you know, guess what? We're not really happy with the financial industry right now as Americans. So that doesn't really get to me. Uh, healthcare, you just think of them as just making money hand over fist. That doesn't evoke any emotion in me. But if the government were to go after the mom-and-pop restaurant, uh, Giorgio is my favorite place to get lasagna and, and my buddies, you know, if they go after that, which they're not, we don't think they're going to do uh, with POS requirements, well, now you're starting. Now you're talking about getting into people's neighborhoods. If somebody comes in and messes with Giorgio's, listen, I like lasagna, and so do at least eight other buddies that I can think of off the top of my head. And we're all letter writers. There's going to be, you know, a Washington D.C. would get flooded with people, uh, you know, unhappy people wondering why they're going after these these mom and pop places. So they're going to start with healthcare and financial industries, but. I have a client in Los Gatos, California. He's a one, one-man operation, and he provides financial services. Uh, completely not non-compliant. Uh, Hodge, you know, he's got a couple of employees. Uh, one-man operation meaning he's given the financial, uh, he's providing those services, and then he has the support staff. And you walk in, and some people are on XP, some people are on Vista, some people are on Seven, some people got a Mac. Uh, completely non-compliant. So what we do is we fix it. And getting back to my original point is, in these case studies, when we provided these solutions, that they then began to rely on us. And all of a sudden, our phone, phones are blowing up uh, to the point where we kind of had, had to get a switchboard going. And uh, they ended up buying hardware from us. And all those things, you know, we, we were able to, through our basically uh, executive summaries that we send out every week to our clients or our case studies that identifies their deficiencies, it makes it very tangible. And, you know, if you have something like level platforms 
or you know whatever whatever it is that you're using, um, and you're not sending out those reports weekly to your clients, that's 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 a mistake because that's tangible evidence. But they say all of a sudden, you know, my first report showed my network efficiency was 33 percent. You guys show up the next week, it's at 38 percent, and you know fast forward a month down the road, and it's at 64 percent, and all the employees are saying, hey, how come it how come the network's working so quickly all of a sudden? I can get on the internet like in, in no time. So what you have to do is basically start with the idea that you just want to help, right? Pride in where you're located and genuinely helping. And, you know, we're not always a fit. And from a from a sales perspective, it's hard sometimes to walk away when there's money on the table that somebody just wants to give me. But... I would lose credibility if I accepted that and I wasn't the appropriate solution. Uh, in a prior life, I worked at a company that if you would mention any other company's name, um, you'd be lucky to just get a suspension. But that's not, you know, I'm not a salesperson. Uh, I'm not a sales director. I am a consultant for the clients that I work for. And so basically at Data Net IT, what we've done is we've, we've just created our whole business model based on our desire to help knowing that it would hit us in the pocketbook. But, you know, in a very uh, steadfast and, uh, and efficient fashion, it actually worked out in our favor. Uh, our our generosity has actually come back to us tenfold already, simply because... We and let me, let me stop you there for a sec, Lou. Sure. Let me stop you there, because, I mean, you said something very important, is that you've... You give back to the community, and this is, you know, if you read any of the um, these inf- uh, influential speakers, you know, if I, I follow a guy named Bob Berg, who wrote The Goal Giver, and he talks about that. And the, if the, your co- level of compensation is directly proportional to the amount that you give in value, and I see DataNet here is giving a tremendous amount of value back to businesses in the Silicon Valley or the South Bay or wherever we want to play in here, and you guys are reaping the rewards of that. And you know, I think. Many MSPs out there are thinking you guys are nuts or crazy because that's stuff that they get paid, uh, you know, a few hundred dollars a month for. And, you know, there was a a big movement a while back. I think it's starting to die off. Hopefully it starts to die off. Is this free IT audit. Well, you know what, Lou, there's no – you know as much as I do. There's no value in a free IT audit. But there's real value to what you guys are delivering, and you guys are starting to see the rewards from that. Yeah, and, you know, there's there's a couple of important things – Along with that, uh, you know, listen, I, from my from my standpoint, you know, listen, I'm in Silicon Valley. I can hit a rock in any direction and hit an MSP company or throw a rock in any direction and hit an MSP company, but I don't have any competition. I just have other people that do what I do, and sometimes they're the match and sometimes I'm the match. Um, so I can tell you this, though, along with us being generous and and really wanting to help these companies and all of a sudden we're now making money um, off of, you know, just the idea of of, of just wanting to do our part to to help these SMBs that are having a tough time right now, a couple things happen. I identified very quickly that, you know, one of my toughest challenges was, was the culture of the actual technicians. We all know what, what that is. I mean, the, our first install was at a doctor's office, and at the at that time, our our the guy that we deemed the installer, the person with the most experienced, he shows up in a Star Wars T-shirt and Birkenstocks, and that's great. 
when you're walking around in a high-tech environment. But as an MSP, you are uh, you're going to all different business verticals. You're going to people that wear suits for a living or, you know, that, that white lab coat or whatever it might be. They, that doesn't build a lot of confidence walking in the door. You might be the Einstein of what you do, but we, we, we reached down and we uh, provided some uniformity, not in the terms of wearing an actual uniform, but everything we had was branded, logoed. We threw, you know, we have a fleet of vehicles from the reseller side. We logoed them. Um, it, you know, yeah, go to the, go to datanetit.com and you can see what their uh, their bands look like. They're really sharp, by the way. Keep going, Lou. Yeah, so so you know, uh, it's not that every time we show up, we're all wearing the same thing, but we're all wearing the same logo, and whatever we're wearing, that logo is in the same location, and you know, w- w- you know, clothing for every weather. Even though I guess from California, I guess that maybe we're a little lacking understanding. I guess we have two different weathers out here, uh, hot and warm, but. Um, you know, we 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 look apart. We build confidence just in our appearance. And then the next thing was uh, we constantly got challenged. And this again, dealing with clients, you guys will find this is the norm. You get challenged. No, no, no. Ted over there. Ted's our IT guy. Well, what do you mean Ted's your IT guy? Well, he's in sales, but he knows a lot about this stuff. Um. Okay. So what is what is Ted? What is Ted doing? Well, anytime there's a problem, Ted, Ted fixes it right away. Okay, so he's not selling them. Well, it doesn't usually take him that long. And okay, so if, can I be blunt with you, uh, you know, sir, madam, uh, prospective client? What you mean to tell me is he's half-assing two things. I mean, you, you can't. You, you have 30 employees. Uh, the amount of IT stuff has to be off the charts. Uh, and, and he's not selling full time, so you know Ted can still be the guy. But let me help Ted, and we'll go through Ted. But let you know you're probably missing a certain amount of revenue. Uh, you know I, I don't know what his personal skills are, but you're you're losing revenue. He's not getting to do what he's supposed to do. Every SMB has a Ted, and you know once they realize that you know uh, they can let you know. Ted be Ted again, things things go much you know much better for them. But it's the trust that that's the thing. And, and Ted is really you know I keep using that name because there was an actual Ted and, and that we dealt with. But uh, once a business owner or the decision maker has put their trust in the Ted's of the of these SMBs, once you give that IT trust to somebody, it's hard to give it to somebody else. You really have to earn it. But when you're offering something, let's just say it's as simple as free monitoring. I mean, how much is that really costing you? But in all the things you're able to say that you're you're doing, and you're not embellishing or you're not lying or anything like that, you're providing a fantastic service. And you're being very generous about it. But what I can guarantee you is this: as soon as that receptionist or the you know the non-savvy, uh, not not to pick on our receptionist, but whoever employee is not savvy and has a timeline, and all of a sudden they deleted a, a file, a presentation, they can't print. As soon as they don't have to get up anymore and go talk to Ted and they just have a number to call discreetly from their desk, they call it. And when you say, okay, I'm giving you five hours a month of time, and after that you're kind of on a break-fix uh, plan because we can only devote so much time to, to a client that's not paying, but five hours is significant. One reality, it's not. 
they eat that up. I mean, I've got a company right now out of their five hours, there's one employee that, that eats up three and a half per month on very minuscule things, but they become so comfortable with just calling all the time. Uh, it's worth it to the company to pay for that because all of a sudden things are calm and settled inside. Nobody's aware uh, that much of, of these little issues that come up and people are more comfortable in reporting when their machines aren't working because you know, people do get embarrassed that they're constantly having problems. They don't want to keep going to, you know, use the name Ted again. They don't want to keep going to Ted. You provide them 800 number, next thing you know, you know, you've got John or Jane Doe employees that's calling constantly, and everyone loves the break six. No, we'll go the break six route. Well, that's great until it breaks us and it has to be fixed. And then all of a sudden, hey, uh, hey, hey Lou, yeah. let's, 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 we got about ten, uh, less than ten minutes left. We got about eight minutes left here. Uh, for those people that are listening, we got a number of people listening today. Tell us uh, what you're offering as part of this free IT support program. Like, what, what's all included? I know you got a monitoring and you got a bunch of other stuff, but you know, for somebody who's thinking about this, really, and I like what you said, it's a minimal amount of investment. We, you know, I think what we're doing day to day is really it's like part part of the marketing budget plus maybe some other part of the budget, but. Tell us what you're um, what you're doing uh, or what services you're actually providing. Okay, so what we do is we offer uh, free monitoring. So basically, we're, we're we're giving them level platforms, and we'll give one person uh, our, our partners AutoCAP. We'll give one person access to the ticketing system. Uh, you know, if you give it to every employee, it gets to be a little bit difficult. Uh, and and then of course. Uh, everyone can call in. Uh, so you get, with that, then you get five hours a month of, of human interaction. And that might be by phone or, you know, we have response, quick response vehicles. Uh, you know, when it comes to any type of hardware, uh, you know, that's on us to sell you once we provide you that executive summary report on your deficiencies. You know, if there's hardware that needs to be purchased, firewalls, et cetera, um, in DataNet IT's case, we can take care of that very easily with our with with our relationship uh, with Ingram Micro, uh, and then we have great partnerships outside of Ingram Micro as well. Obviously, everyone knows there's a million and one solutions, and not every solution, you know, a, a lot of the MSPs just like their standard solution. Uh, we don't. We kind of handpick the best in breed for the vertical that we're working in. Um, but what you get, is, again, is the five hours of, of uh, technician live time per month, and you get uh, LPI and auto task. Uh, and you'd be surprised after about two months uh, is all that it takes before your investment has turned profit, you know, because you build credibility. You're on good terms, though. They love you right off the bat because you, you identified that if the government, they were on the government radar, they might be out of business because they're completely non-compliant in whatever regulation they fall under. Um, so uh, identifying those, getting your foot in the door, you know, free evaluation. How many times a day do they get that call? Um, and, and, and through that, it's not something that really works via cold calling either. It, you have to get out there, and it takes time. You have to network, and there's a number of private clubs that we join um, where business just comes up naturally. Uh, you know, there's a bit of an art to it because people are so skeptical, and rightly so. Um, so, so that's kind well, of that, old, that whole mindset. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that whole mindset. There's like nothing, nothing really is for free, right? I mean, let's let's look that's at true. the let's look at the 
free IT evaluation that every MFP out there offers. Really, what what is that? That's an excuse to provide a quote to a business to help them to take no what, offer management service. Really, that's what it is, correct? It's an excuse. It's an it, it's it's an appointment. It's an appointment yep. to sell you. And um, with us, it just comes naturally. We provide the solution, and a lot of it comes to needs analysis. You know, you, you have to qualify properly. You have to target those people that you you know are likely to. I mean, it's a hodgepodge, and they're in daisy chains of computers, and you know, I mean, you you, you have to. You know, it starts with that. But it doesn't take long before you can handle just about anybody that calls and offers them that, even a fairly squared away outfit. It's just very, very difficult to stay, uh, you know, up to par with your IT. Something's got to give if you're not, if you don't have that dedicated IT person and that's kind of starting to disappear. If you don't have that, there's something giving in your business. And it's either people's private information uh, or or it's it's uh, these collateral duties that people, you know, are, are doing to try and try and, you know, Make sure that so somebody can print from their you know workstation. So that, that's what we want to do. We want to alleviate all those roadblocks so that you can stick with your vision and let us handle the infrastructure uh, from an from information technology standpoint. Stick with your vision. Congratulations on having the guts to start your business. Don't worry about the infrastructure. We'll take care of that. And you know, you will only pay for what you need. And that's. It's a really simple business model, and it was, you know, it started with generosity, but we turned a profit. So, you know, you take variables of that, and and you can find ways to apply it to to what it is, you know, your your specific market or what your setup is. Um, you know, it is not every MSP can do that, but if you just do monitoring and just say, hey, I'll give you, you know, free free monitoring. That's not very expensive to do that. It really isn't. I mean, if we were only an MSP, we would do that. And what you get in return, I mean, the first, all of a sudden, our first uh, client is a, a body shop, a large body shop in Sunnyvale, California, um, an institution, a well-known place. Um, I went in there and I saw an Apple IIe. Um, and that's not a joke. I mean, it was, it was. I don't know what it, what it, it was doing, but it was there and it was plugged in. I don't know what its purpose was, but... And there's this hodgepodge of computers, but they have 30, 30 uh, seats. Well, uh, we give them this service. Next thing we know, we have outfitted a complete uh, shop with all new hardware, all new servers, everything. I mean, it's it's like a brand new place. We walk. Everyone there is, is uniform in terms of their platforms. Uh, it, it turned out to be a huge profit-making endeavor that was based on generosity and our desire to help people just like that, that 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 mid-sized auto shop auto body shop in Sunnyvale, California. That's what we, well, we looked up. So Lou, hey, we're almost out of time, my friend. Uh, I love the story. I mean, it's great. Um, you know, with the next, in the last couple of minutes that we have, what one thing can you tell the MSP who's listening to us today? It says, here's uh, you know, here's the one thing you need to do to to get started uh, doing this. What would that be? So um, I'll give you the well. Here's here's the best piece of advice. What what I would say is is when you know there, there's a couple of big names in the industry. No matter what the solution you're looking for is, uh, 
sell those people. You know, uh, when you call these prospective partners for firewalls and for monitoring and whatever the case may be, CRM, sell them. You know, get a demo unit. Don't pay for it. You know, get them to see that, listen, I'm just looking to sell your product. You don't have to have the cloud of enterprise business on your back. There, there are people that I work with that have no idea what DataNet IT is from an, inter- in an internet. I mean, from an enterprise standpoint, is they have no clue. But I sell them on the fact that I am, you know, they want to charge me thousands to get a couple of firewalls and, uh, you know, some some things that that our tech can play with to see if it's right for us. They want to charge us for that. Just have us keep it as a quote unquote demo unit. You know, sell your partners. Don't just abide by what, you know. I mean, all these guys have a certain amount of latitude. And I would say make sure that you're always, so whoever that silver tongue person is, um, and, and Stuart, I'll just I'll summarize this very easily for you. The IT people, if they are the ones that are creating your, I mean, the people that are actually going out there in the field and the people that are savvy in your MSP, um, those aren't the people that should be putting together the partnerships. The silver-toned person in your office should be doing that. Even if they don't have a lot of the knowledge, they know how to sell. And you have to tell your partners and get them to believe in you. And it just comes down to, hey, listen, I, I'm just trying to sell your product. And, I, you know, you, you're kind of jamming me up here making me pay just to play with it for a while. You know, yeah, cool. Sell yourself on them. And, and that's an important thing because they will. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll charge you for everything if they can. But if they see a spark, they have lab, oh, let me take it to my manager. And then you get a call back, okay, we'll ship one out, just pay for the shipping. You know, yeah. make, make sure so you're... Hey, buddy, we're, out of, we're out of time. Sure. We're out of time, Lou. Um, how can people reach out to you if they want to learn more about what you guys are doing at Data Net? Well, certainly, um, listen, I'm happy to give my direct line out, uh, uh, which is area code 650-810-1453. They can certainly email me at lou, L-O-U, dot Bezo, that's F-I Frank, A-Z-O, at datanetit.com, or they can reach out to the website, and it'll, uh, you know, there's a number of ways that'll be obvious to them that they can they can reach out and find us, uh, and it'll it'll get right. right to me. Um, so, Stuart, thank you so much for having me on, and, and obviously I'm passionate about this. I can go on and on. Great. Lou, really appreciate it. Thanks again. We're out of time, folks. Uh, check back uh, on our website at the uh, blogtalkradio.com slash the MSP show and see what's happening further down the log here. This is Stuart Crawford signing off for this week. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>